hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome to Two Bearded Ladies. It's a beauty history podcast. It's a beauty history podcast. But it's also a comedy show. But also a personal history. <laughs> 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 all right you're like um no too many things it's too many things it's also right but what are we talking about today today we're talking about the bbls talking about bbls also known as brazilian butt lifts that's right all my bitches have bbls all my bitches got bbls do you know the other part nope that's okay, it that's, that's it. the that's only part that i know <laughs> we got. 21 21 that's what he says that's, he, all he's like he says this other thing too where he's like he just like talks about another person's bitch i mean you he's know like, you're my, oh your bitches all right like her <laughs> her things cost less than mine they were heavily discounted oh oh <laughs> so now i get it all right i guess can rappers flex on buying their girls a bbl I mean, honestly, they cost like $10,000. They're $10,000. So, yeah, I think they, they earned the right. It's a good Gucci bag. You know, this is what happens when you don't have good health insurance mm, at your job. Chanel bag or a BBL? <laughs> uh, I don't know. What do I want? Uh, Chanel bag, because they go up in value. Fair. <laughs> Whereas your body does not. Your body doesn't. And you, don't, you can't, that rapper cannot commit. You got to do it every 10 years, plastic surgery. So That's true. I can't. You know. That's true. We're really excited to be talking about BBLs. We are, we are stoked to be talking about BBLs. Oh, my gosh. This is our our episode um, that we've been dying to do all about the booty. All about the cakes. And it just seemed like the right time. You know, they're becoming so common. And I don't know if people know. Okay, so in the U.S., two years ago in 2019, um, over 24,000 women got BBLs done. They, yeah. They in the did. U.S., just the U.S. So the, we're not, not even talking Brazil. We're point. not even. We're not talking the DR. We're not talking about the Dominican Republic because <laughs> we all saw that clip. International booties. International. <laughs> international. Wasn't cheeks. wasn't that one clip like thirty women in the airport? Weren't you? You showed it to yeah, me. Yeah, so it was like twenty eight women. It was. It went viral on Twitter. It was like twenty eight women who all needed wheelchairs coming off of a flight to from the Dominican Republic because they had BBLs done there because they all got that and they BBL needed to find is that the weirdest day at work you can imagine yo can you imagine working at the airport like are you kidding me 28 women in wheelchairs and then the the pilot was like if you can walk please do and they were like we can't we can't we can't but we're gonna be flexing in 10 to 14 days <laughs> in 10 to 14 days you will never know that this happened and i'm gonna lie on instagram and tell y'all i've been working out it's really really hard out, really working counting <sighs> my protein counting you know, my grams that's right but brazilian butt lift so tell us a little bit about the history of the butt lift so you know i think Going back in time, we've talked about in our previous episodes how people wore corsets and different things to give them that hourglass figure. It's all about the waist to hip and booty ratio. So the BBL is basically the cosmetic plastic surgery of that. In 1964, this surgeon called Pitten Guy, he was Brazilian, so that's how it became the mm -hmm. Brazilian butt lift, not just because Brazilian women have the illest booties. That's what I thought. <laughs> I also thought that. I was, I was like, like, it's the Brazilian yeah. butt lift because they got the bomb butts. But I no. I think that as well. This Surgeon Pitten guy, um, he was the first person to publish a paper on the early buttock lift surgery. And that set the foundation for all the BBLs today. Um, that, however, it just removed excess skin and tissue to correct sagging. So it wasn't quite what we know it to be today. It's clearly evolved over the past 60 years. Yeah. So now the, the procedure is kind of interesting. So it's it, people think of BBL as like one procedure, but it actually is multiple. So they first... 
the liposuction uh, fat from other parts of your body, often the flank, your abs, uh, your thighs, your thighs. And so then they clean up that fat and then they put it in the um, the Ooh. subcutaneous parts, so like beneath the skin, but like above the muscle. And we're going to get into why it's very important <laughs> that you get it above the muscle. So that's the uh, whole thing. So when you hear that people are getting BBLs, it's them doing a fat transfer. And usually it's larger women or women who just want to get some of the fat done. And it's like, oh, instead of just doing liposuction, let me go ahead and take my fat back. And put it in my booty and my hips to give you that sort of hourglass figure, which is why everyone kind of has that same shape, which is how you kind of know it's a BBL, right? It's all like kind of that waist and then all of a sudden the hips come out of nowhere. Yeah, that's what I consider like the bad BBLs. Oh, like that's the only when the hips are too high. Because I mean, but here's the thing about good plastic surgery, right? Like good plastic surgery makes you think, damn, that person's just like, beautiful it never even crosses your mind into your mm. conscious that like that person has had work done you're just mm-hmm. like oh like, what a fit woman yeah like what, what a gorgeous nose what a gorgeous nose <laughs> you know like i feel like really good plastic surgery is like undetectable well is and sometimes there's an aesthetic like some people like the fake aesthetic right but i think a lot of people are more so just like interested in getting things that people won't realize are, are done but that's interesting because like plastic surgery has evolved so they were saying that in 1969 is the earliest documentation um, of the butt, I guess. Uh, uh, what do we call that? Butt? Butt injection? Yeah, augmentation. Oh, augmentation. Yeah. Augmentation. So early on, they were using breast implants and just putting it in the booty. And I swear, oh God, I saw it in 2001 in Miami. There was this stripper and her booty just looked like... Two teardrops. Just two teardrops. Just just inverted like plates. Just like it was the weirdest looking thing in the world. And that's when I was like, oh, they're starting to do the butts now. It was terrible. Like, but it's evolved. That's like Franken booty. Franken it was definitely given Franken like, booty. Why did anyone think that was a good idea? Because it was one of the first. It was before they like knew how to do the fat injections correctly. If I was like, hey, I oh. want to figure out how to give you a nose job. But <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm actually going to put your ear where your nose is supposed to be. You'd be like, no, I don't want that. Who, like, I would never listen to a doctor's, like, here's the thing. Like, your here's the thing. And your tits. Kind of the same thing. Right? I got this breast implant, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's a double D, though. So it's going to make your booty look crazy. Like, you know, we just, we she just, probably died. Somebody only got, like, one implant. And they're like, we got this other one. And I you want one cheek? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Like, I just don't think that was ever a good idea. But no, that woman is definitely dead. She's dead by now, for sure. They Um, didn't know it. Yeah. That's so mean. Hopefully she's alive and well. She's still... You can go down to Miami and find out. That was the first bad booty job I've ever seen. And then we came upon, you know... so far. The J-Lo. Everyone thought she had a booty done. She was a big deal with her booty. No, yeah. People did think her butt was... Isn't that crazy that you can just be like Remember she was like on SNL and it was like all about her butt? That was like pre-booty. People like. were very fascinated with JLo's ass, which is crazy when you think about like how we have <laughs> kind of just become like like her butt seems so normal now. Like in 1999, I was like, that bitch's ass is so big. It was so big. Remember like, Sir Mix-a-Lot? Oh, that was the song. Yeah, oh, those, baby got back. All those women now would just be like regular butts. Like J-Lo. Yeah. Who else had a big butt at the time? 
was known for her butt. I don't know. J-Lo was it. Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez. Yeah, was known for her. She had good titties. I don't know if she was known for the booty. Rosie had oh. the good titties. I don't. Rosie, <laughs> Rosie with the good titties. I don't recall that. Right. And J-Lo insured her, like, her ass. A lot in that yeah. Yeah. In that movie, mm-hmm. that intro. But I think people, I mean, really the butt became big from, I hate to say it, you know, we have to mention them every episode and it just disturbs my spirit. A little bile into my mouth. Ah, the Kardashians, the man. Kardashians. The freaking Kardashians. Yeah. The Kardashians, well, it's so interesting because like. I hate to say the it. The Kardashians definitely popularized the butt. Or I want to say the aunt they, booty. they made it acceptable for white women. To for like white want, women. To want to have big butts. Yeah, and where did they get their inspiration from? I mean, because people also forget, like, there are just beautiful women with ridiculous asses. Everybody ain't got a BBL, you know what I mean? Like, Not everyone has a BBL. Listen, you go to Nigeria, it's popping, okay? So I wonder if Kardashian... You go to Brownsville, it's hot. (laughs) (laughs) They went to the guy in the motel, though, and got the little... Oh, yeah, we're going to get some fucking ass injections. (laughs) Yo, that's a real... Okay, sorry. (laughs) <laughs> you just went off it was an era it was an era i just like went to that like motel six in your mind where like somebody some shady person comes with like silicone that was a thing silicone. i learned about that in college like these especially in like yeah. certain communities like um like uh transgender communities like yeah. the, the hotel yeah plastic surgery Scary industry was like shit. insane scary they were putting like caulk like stuff for your yeah, bathroom concrete, concrete like crazy shit going you know women butt. were dying having like crazy like crevices in their butt industrial because what happens with silicone is that silicone binds to tissue and anything really oh my god so like to actually um pry it away from your muscle you really can't do that without oh, like so that's why like surgery. when you see the like dips and stuff like when women get those injections removed right so we're not talking about bbl we're talking about the injections before bbl became so popularized i think that's when women were like really going into those motels getting yeah. the auntie and them to get it done um yeah no i definitely think that's like a real um i think that's like becoming a little bit less popular now i think now we're more into like the international travel yeah now you go to now you go to dominican republic and you get it done for the lolo colombia so in the u.s the average cost is forty five hundred dollars but that doesn't include the anastasia anesthesia and um does not include the anastasia <laughs> fantasia but <laughs> It doesn't include anesthesia or the hospital fees. So normally it's about $10,000, $12,000. So mm-hmm. in the DR, it's probably that's like basic. Level. Yeah, like that's, that's basic. Like a, that's like a Ford with no air conditioner. That's, that's the four focus of <laughs> it, exactly. of the BBLs. If you want it to look natural, it's probably going to run you 20K. Yeah, probably. You know? you know, but then the other thing to consider is that like, like, how do I say this? Like, what people don't realize when they do plastic surgery the first time is that most plastic surgery requires maintenance. And so like BBLs, breast implants, I don't think about breastless, but like anything that in which you're like inserting something into your body requires uh, upkeep. Yeah. Every 10 years, I think for breast implants, you're supposed to go and get them, you know, like an oil change. You can have leaks. Anything can happen. You know, I had a girlfriend who started leaking just because she's a runner. And she like fell really hard and her breast implant um, had a slow leak. So these things are serious. You know, you have a something in your body that isn't natural. Mm -hmm. But the fat you would think 
would be different, right? Because it's not silicone. It's your own fat. Mm -hmm. So the issue there, though, can still be super complicated. Um, Yeah, because with the fat, like they think because they've cleaned it and, and processed it, it's better. But the issue that people have with the BBL is that it has to go in a very specific place in your butt. It has to go beneath the skin, but not to the muscle. And so a lot of things that complications happen where you can get a fat embolism, which is essentially like an artery blockage. Yes, it's a blockage. And it can potentially block the artery that goes to your heart and your brain. And you can pretty much die instantly or like get very, very sick very, very quickly. I think, well, yeah, also because I think people don't realize that like within your entire body, body are vessels, blood vessels. And so like you can easily like put fat into a vessel that goes directly to your heart and you can die immediately. Actually, BBLs um, are the highest, have the highest mortality rate. Um, of all plastic surgeries yeah. one in every 3,000 3,000 women die which well, is crazy which is crazy it and can be you and that goes into the like the when we think about those statistics that's only counting excuse me that's only counting uh women who've done it in the U.S. right we're right. not even getting the statistics we're not even talking from about Dominican women. Republic <laughs> we don't know how many joints on one day Dominican Republic Brazil Amen. all these places and the thing about it too it's like those places like it's not to disparage them necessarily but like you have to imagine that in some ways when you're cutting costs like that right like there's sometimes because there's varying doctors in those places but like in some places you probably are getting a shoddy job i mean it's just like anything else you pay for what you get you know so if you're getting a bbl for 3k Mm -hmm. you know it might be something's (laughs) amiss something might be all something is amiss and that's just not a risk you want to take when it comes to your life at least in my opinion but hey you know i don't know you know maybe you really want it maybe that's your maybe that's how you make your money see that's the other thing too right it goes back to the earlier conversation we're having about skin bleaching where it's like it's really difficult because you benefit all, like how many people there's so many people who go and make a living after their BBL and pretend that they've been working out. Oh, and then they we have sell, to talk about this. And then they sell fucking like workout plans and booty bands and all this shit. And That's it's like, the worst. You should be giving me the contact of Dr. Epps. I Epstein. would say out of those. <laughs> Give me the con. He did, girl. Give me Dr. Uh, Epstein's <laughs> number. I could have come up with another name. Dr. I don't know. Gonzalez. Let, let a go. Spanish dude be there a doctor. You go. Let him be great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but I think that's the T2 is like out of the 24,000 people, um, you also have to think about how many of those 24,000 women that got their BBLs are actually right now fitness instructors. Like one out of three women who get a BBL are now on Instagram promoting their waist trainers or their booty bands yeah. or their teeth. And I fall for it every time. I've bought like 15 plans and they've all been from BBL instructors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just become a thing like certified BBL instructor. Why don't they, I'm a certified BBL instructor. I'm going to teach you how to get this booty in this that bag. I purchased. Okay. In this fucking bag. Which also, I mean, the only other thing that I would say, um, I would like, I would like to see some of these butts because apparently it can also, I mean, it doesn't have to kill you, but that is one of the possible, Mm -hmm. um, side effects, but also fat necrosis. I had never heard of this. Yeah. So it's basically like the fat 
is no longer alive and rots. Like the fat cells it's die. It's when, yeah, you don't have enough blood supply and then it dies off and it turns black. You could just have a bunch of black spots on your butt. Your booty could be black, like yeah, round lumps forming under the skin. Uh uh-uh. uh, and that's why I said it. Uh uh, not my butt. I love that. That's funny. I'm sorry, that just hit me in my heart. I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. This doesn't feel. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, the fat necrosis. Like that's such a not stupid thing, but it's like. Imagine you, you have these visions for your life after a BBL, yes. I imagine. And none of them involve your skin wasting away. Yo, being dead. Being dead. And then you have to get it removed, and that's more money. And they have to make extra space in the coffin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Should not have laughed like that. Because <laughs> it was so dark so fast, and it was so funny to me. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. I mean, so, Okay. Let's talk about it. Do you think that celebrities should have to share that they got surgery done? Like, especially if you're a fitness instructor or you're one of these people on Instagram selling your bodies. Should this be required? I definitely think that people should. I I, per, I feel like we're in an age of transparency. You know yeah. what I mean? Where it's like, I think that the people are less judgmental about someone having work done and we're more concerned with like, Oh, that person looks good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, just be, mm. op- just be open about it because like nobody, There's nothing to be ashamed of. We're also fake anyway. Yeah. You know? like Instagram got, as a whole, you know, fake eyelashes. We do filters. We do uh face tune, all these things. So just be like transparent about it. Um, I think, I think they should, not that they should because there's still like body autonomy, but I think that it is, um, it would be nice. a, a morally right thing to do. I, I do think that there's a conflict of interest when you're selling essentially your body, your results. I'm selling my body. Right? You're selling your body online, so to speak, your results of your efforts that you put in the gym. Knowing the whole time you got this by going under the knife. So I do feel like there's some responsibility to share that with people. Specifically fitness trainers, yeah. I do think fitness Specifically trainers. fitness trainers, yes. I think fitness trainers, but that's interesting too, because we wouldn't necessarily ask a fitness trainer to disclose whether they had breast implants, right? But, but you're get, not but, working out to get your breasts no. bigger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Maybe some of you are, well, are you know, apologies. I do a lot of pec flies. You know, I think oh, I made true. that up. Yeah. You know? I do, yeah. No, I, I saw the exercise <laughs> in my head. This. But no, I, I, I definitely, I tend to agree with you that, um, it's, it's for a fitness instructor or someone who's actively showing their body as like a model for what they can do, then they mm-hmm. should be more honest about having BBLs and shit like that. Yeah. Because ultimately, like, even if you do sell those products, there's a level in which like, you're not guaranteeing this person's going to look like this, right. you know? So like, what difference does it make if I tell you I got my BBL? Cause you weren't going to look like me anyway. Period. And you also have to keep it up. I mean, I'm sure there are some BBLs that you don't work out and then you got to go back under or something like that because. Yeah, I think something. Liposuction also can be crazy. Well, people don't. I think they just think the booty part. But like if you're actually getting liposuction done and you're not working out mm-hmm. like I've seen it and it just it's not good. It's a flat stomach, but it's very wide. It yeah. just grows the other way. I forgot. Where, maybe I'm making this shit up. So this is not science. This is something I may have made up. But. Like I heard that like if you get fat from your stomach or something mm-hmm. and then put it in your butt, <laughs> like you can't get stomach fat anymore. 
What? That's definitely some made up shit. <laughs> or like, or, or like. <laughs> Bitch, sign me up today. <laughs> I would love a BBL, uh, please. We, we couldn't even finish this because she ran and got a BBL <laughs> immediately. I'm making my appointment while you're talking. Um, okay, so maybe I made that up. I definitely think you made that up. But to the point that you made about like, if you're a fitness instructor, yes. So like. I guess I'm curious what kind of not message does this in the youth? Cause I feel like that's kind of cliche, but just kind of ideals that it gives youth in general of what a woman's body should look like. I think these kids are all fucked up in the game. Yeah. Like I, I think mean, porno's doing that for them. Anyways. Porn's definitely doing it. It's porno's doing it to all of us, but like porn is doing, what are we talking about porn right now? <laughs> 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 I'm like, wait, how did we get here? How did we get? No, no I, I agree with you about. Um, I was about to do it again. I was about to sing. Denver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, no, I think that it's like because kids are learning things visually before they're like mm. getting the background knowledge, mm. right? So like even when it comes to we have evidence of like kids preferring like whiteness, even though right. no one's in, isn't explicitly saying oh we like whiteness. So I feel like kids are getting these extreme visuals. From BBL people and non BBL people. They're preferring the fatty. And I think <laughs> partially because of like evolutionary things, like we talked about before with the hip, waist, boob oh, area. For sure. I think it's just kind of going to an extreme. And I think the kids are not necessarily getting a good perception or idea of like what a normal body looks like or the spectrum yeah. of bodies. Yeah. It's, I mean, you know? the, the waist to hip ratio is out of control. It's out of control. Thank, I think at thank this point. you. Yes. So, <laughs> yes, on you. Uh, <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm about the same uh, waist and hip, uh, three inches difference. But um, no, I do think like the perception of what you're supposed to look like, especially with like social media, like shoving it in their face 24 mm-hmm. seven. You know, you watch the social network. It's like once you look up one thing, it's going to give you 50 mm-hmm. other people to look at like this. And it's totally like giving unrealistic standards yeah. and altering like the idea of what a woman's body is like to the point where I think women are feeling like ashamed for not having a particular body type. Yeah, I, I would agree with that for sure. And it's, then it's a cycle because then it makes you want to go get a BBL. And then you go get a BBL. Because <laughs> you've been then you spend too many days in Dominican Republic and then you get fired can, from your can job. Can we talk about that though? Like <laughs> 10 to 14 days recovery doesn't sound crazy, right? Until... They say that you cannot sit down mm-hmm. nor lay down on your back. And there's like a special pillow or something. Yes, there's a special pillow that they ask you to purchase. It's called the BBL pillow. I might get that shit right now. Which <laughs> elevates the butt and supports the thighs. But you just got to lay on your stomach for like two weeks. Two weeks. You couldn't even stay in the house during the pandemic for two weeks. Like you're supposed to lay no. on your stomach for two weeks. Yeah. Oh, my I mean, gosh. Like it's kind of like it's like a, like a cake, you know, like maybe... Sometimes cakes have to sit a little bit to settle. <laughs> no, or it'll it'll it'll, it'll flatten you don't in want the, middle. the middle. To flatten. You don't want the middle to flatten. Don't touch the oh, cake. Leave got it alone. It. Leave the cake alone. It's not ready yet. It's not ready. Oh, Damn. No, I just think that's crazy. The metaphor that keeps on giving. Yeah. <laughs> cake, 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 cake. No, I Re-re. I think it's fucking crazy. But I also think like I don't know people are so driven. You know, like when people want a thing, especially like an aesthetic and what they think it's going to bring them, which ultimately mm. I feel like for plastic surgery, they think it'll make them feel better or and maybe it will, right? Make them feel it better. Will. All these things I would feel better. So it's like, um, you know, 
14 days versus like the rest of your life versus nine years until you have to get it done again. And I almost feel like it inspires women to go to the gym after the BBL. Cause it's oh, like, if I got a BBL, I'd be in the gym. Right? I'm trying to be in my, t- <laughs> my, my crop top. I'm you not know? trying to let it go to waist. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to, to give these sheer leggings. I'm trying to give shoulders for okay. some reason. Give everything. I'm in the gym working hard. But also, I think it inspires you because it's like I paid all this damn money. So, yeah. And I also want to start selling Gymshark and Flatbelly tees. <laughs> this BBL. I want a sponsor. Ultimately wanted to pay for itself. There we go. So, there we go. Yes. Passive income. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think it's a, I think it's super bizarre. It is. I think it's it's crazy, but I don't think it's going anywhere. I don't know. The culture is just already there. The culture is definitely there. And I think, too, like, that's my issue, too. I kind of, if, if something Ooh, had to yeah. change, maybe making uh, the age requirement for BBLs a little bit higher. Like, like 38. <laughs> like, how old am I now? 32? Started 32. Started 32. <laughs> no, I think, like, because I feel like they sh- plastic surgery really shouldn't be allowed on people younger than, like, 21. I agree with that. And you don't know how your body is going to change. Because you might grow some titties. And, and, you, might, you, and you might grow, you some, might grow some ass. You might grow some ass. Might have a kid and that thing just pop, our, pop. Yeah, thing is thanging. That thing is thanging. <laughs> All right. Do we think that if something goes wrong, if there's a complication, mm-hmm. should health insurance have to cover that? You know, I'm the one that asked that question did. but did not have an answer. I feel, <laughs> I feel like if it's like a complication that is painful or just uncomfortable, then probably I would say yes. Yeah. Like if it's an uncomfortable, like if you can't sit down or like your ass is falling off, then yeah. They, if it's going to kill you, like health insurance should cover that. Yeah. Or but any, w- any complication. Really. But should health insurance cover if you just have a flat ass? <laughs> like should they cover the BBL? <laughs> can you imagine? I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah. Like, can you imagine if you go to your doctor and it's like he's like examining you for something else <laughs> and then you turn around. He's like, you know, I can refer you. To somebody I have and a great I'll, person I'll for this. call the insurance company because this is a fucking emergency <laughs> <laughs> like, can you this imagine? is detrimental this is detrimental to my mental <laughs> to health my, i'm tired of looking at your pancakes <laughs> back here your flapjacks ma'am no, i have a reference for you no flapjacks oh remember God. when we thought squatting could give you a booty or was that just me people are still <laughs> buying that People are still buying Damn, that. Electra, let us have hope. No, Sheesh. I mean no. It can grow. Like squats can grow your booty. Grow your booty, but, but not by like. But not by because there's other there are other exercises that are much better gl- growing your glutes. Like I mean, yeah, glute bridges. Oh, uh, they're doing them all. Well, I well, but it's still not going to give you the BBL booty. I think it depends on what your muscle shape is like. Mm, okay, like all I right. think some people have like a real flat butt which is fine even if it's like they have a powerful muscle but it doesn't it's have a powerful a, flat it's, it's booty a, you know muscle. but some people have like some like i have some people that i know that have uh, like really <laughs> <no. laughs> that have like really prominent backsides but like the backside is prominent but they're not particularly mus- muscular and it's not like a fat right, right. butt. it's just like it's just a prominent butt it's right like, it's like a big old butt yeah so are we gonna talk about my butt yet or no <laughs> I'm waiting to hear more about. I'm waiting to hear about. Can I build my booty or do I need to get the, a BBL? The butt with potential. I think all of us have a butt with potential. Yes. A butt yes. full of hopefully just potential. <laughs> full of hope and potential back there. Um, um, okay. So we also talked a little bit before about this, I guess, standard <laughs> that now 
I guess the fitness trainer women that get the BBLs, some of them are also uh, white and they've made it more acceptable. And it seems to be like we don't talk about their BBLs except the Kardashians. But outside of that, like usually the focus is on all the black and brown women that are getting the BBLs. And I'm just curious, like, does race play a role in any of this? So I I was reading and doing the research for the show. I read that, like, there is some ambiguity about not ambiguity i don't know they have the exact word but basically saying that white um that perhaps plastic surgeons give different results and specifically kind of give more natural bbls to white patients Hmm. but are more likely to kind of give like these outlandish butts to black women and it's kind of in like kind of like absurd, and it kind of goes back. It, go, it does go back to kind of the was black it, woman that the being. hot and tot Venus, Sarah, the, the one that was like uh like in vaudeville, not vaudeville, but like she was like basically considered like a freak show. They oh, brought her from oh, they brought oh, her from yes. uh, someplace in Africa. Yes, yes, and yes. she was known, and she was like a, a like really just put on display for having a huge butt. I'm going to tell you, yeah, Sarah something um, should not have Googled Sarah Booty, <laughs> Sarah, Sarah Booty. Uh, I want to say I can't remember her last name. If you type in hot and top Venus, it should come up. OK, um, um, but yes, it does go back to that. while I looked that up. And I think also, I mean, just to like how black women are Sarah Bartman. There we go. Thank Sarah you. Sarah Bartman. It appears in French papers, died in Paris. Uh, she was no, no. She was from uh, South Africa. South Africa. We all have heard of Sarah Bartman. Yep. Um, I think Beyonce. But long story short, I think it kind of goes back to this. um, In some ways, maybe even in the subconscious of these doctors, like this association with black women and their butts, Mm. to the point where they kind of give these out sometimes, right? Depending on the doctors, a lot of variables. But I've observed that they're not as um, extreme with their the butts that they give white women i think there's like preference involved in there but also just the disconnect that physicians have with black women in general i mean just like we heard about maternity rates and Mm -hmm. um just everything that happens when you're in the hospital not being listened to i say i'm in pain it's like oh you'll be fine take some tylenol and then you Mm -hmm. end up dead the next morning like it's the same thing if i'm in there and i'm like okay i kind of want a cute j-lo booty you're like got it Nicki minaj you know like got it (laughs) yes two little people in the back of your butt wrestling that's an outcast right. reference there it you is. go it but is. i'm not Basketball. saying that i'm not saying that word uh. <laughs> no i agree with you i agree with you 100 like I, I think that there is some like because also right like if you're like a if you're coming from a black background and you know you're in african-american culture west indian culture african culture and there's like a, a preference for butts i feel like i that's like the most general blanket statement ever but i feel like black people like butts, butts. We do like booties. We've always liked We've booties. We've always liked booties. That's always. never been a thing. No one's ever been like, come here, flapjack. Never, <laughs> never, you know? no. So I do kind of feel like you're saying about like preference, but I feel like if you're going in for a BBL, like you have a preference for like a butt. Natural looking yeah, like booty. I don't think anybody well, wants a I don't know, huge it depends. fake butt. I don't know. I've seen some. I don't know. I don't I go think, to Atlanta very frequently. I mean, yeah, they're all there. They're all, I mean, Miami two king of diamonds. They look amazing. But it's just like, 
I think you can make more money sometimes. The yeah. more extreme you are. That's true. That is true. The, but um, those be like niche things, really. Like, those are. Like, I don't uh, think that's like generally. Or, or, if I went in there, I want it to look natural, you know, and then yeah. I come out with <laughs> the ant booty. <laughs> I know the the Chloe special for sure. I love the Chloe special, please. Um, I'm sorry, she hasn't had any plastic surgery. That's right. Mm-hmm. Don't get me started on that, please. Allegedly. <sighs> All right, guys. What is our hot take? All right, my hot take is that I believe this is actually only going to continue to evolve and get crazier because I don't think the hourglass, like the desirability of the hourglass figure is going anywhere. Oh, I thought you were going to say Beyonce had a BBL. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was looking at it like, is she going to say it? Is she going to say it? So I'll repeat what I said. Yeah. Um. No, I don't think that the hourglass, my hot take is, I don't think that the hourglass figure is going anywhere. You know, I think that there's only going to be more pressure, more desirability to have that tiny waist and that hip ratio. And that as plastic surgery evolves, I think it could get more extreme because I think it's pretty extreme right now. And it's so normalized and people really aren't saying, like, that looks crazy anymore. They're kind of like, oh, yeah, she got a BBL. You know what I mean? So I don't see that changing. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I we, – we're kind of doing everything we can do at this point, right? Like, what, what else? like, we've kind of hit all the parts. We've hit the breasts. We've hit the nose. We've hit the lips. We've hit the skin color. We've hit the butt. We've the hit jawline. the waist. Like, I feel like we're kind of doing everything we can do at this point, except for, like, figure out a way to live forever, which is really what all of this is about, right? That's like, all it's, it's about. It's about, like, ageism and about... Defying like, age. Defying and age gravity. and looking young. Like, we've decided we can't be young forever, but we can look young forever and just yeah, look really Yeah, that's great, all it is. You know? No, that's totally true. So I, I feel like I don't see it ever going away um, either, but then sometimes... You know, if you look at where we came from, like in the 90s, it's like, okay, in the black culture, butts have always existed. But now even the hour, if you look at the video vixens from like the late that late 90s and like early thousands, like those bitches could not be in any of these videos. Oh anymore. my God. No, isn't like, that crazy? Like, like they could not. What's the, the real popular one? Um, Mich- something Ford, Melissa Ford. Oh, Melissa Ford. You know what I mean? All these she girls. She had the craziest um, body Be- in the 90s. Vita. I can't remember her last name. Yep. Uh, yep. Maybe the only one that could be in it is um, Buffy. Buffy could Buffy be the, in it. Buffy the body was probably the only woman that could still Who be. Who was the chick? What was her name? Lola Angel. She had the craziest booty. I think she yeah. was one of the first BBL yeah. or two or injections yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like, you know having said that like those women existed but then the space like we were talking before the show about like how low-rise jeans like the bbl Mm. in my theory has brought in the high-waist jeans because like all these of these fake butts are like i don't need my ass crack to show like all the time you know (laughs) you know what i mean like yeah and i think high-waist jeans make everyone's butt look a little bit better so maybe it's like feeding into that this is fine this is good but I think ultimately that like you, we don't really know where the trends are going to go because all of them are just going to be extreme. So like we might just be asked to be extremely thin with no hips. Oh you God. know what I mean? Like yeah. it's all weird. Oh, I do want to know what the long term effects are going to be. All these BBLs, though. Like, I'm just curious to see what these women are going to look like in 15, 20 years, because when you think about like the old school booties, like, you know, the women who just had like high asses in mm-hmm. high school and you see them maybe 40 years later and that ass is carrying them. I mean, it's just like on their back, they're hunched over. It seems painful. 
I'm curious what the long-term effects of the BBL is going to be. I think just a lot of sagging butts, right? Because it's kind of similar. Because I think it's like it's a very different part of the body. But like one of the things they're saying about people with fillers is that if you get fillers mm. too young, it stretches the skin. And so you actually require more filler over time. So I imagine if you get like a BBL that's sizable, it will just stretch your skin. Yeah. You know, and so I feel or I don't really know because I don't know the science of it, but maybe we'll just have no a bunch knows. of 80 year old ladies with really great butts. Really? Like that'll be the worst <laughs> part about it. It's like, wow. The long term effects of a BBL is like you got that ass at 80 years old. Yeah, Nona's really <laughs> kept up. It's like, yeah. All your grandchildren go to school like, your grandma's ass, though. It's like, yeah, where did your grandma go? Did your grandma go to Columbia? No, no, no. She actually did hers right here uh, in New York. That's why it's a little lopsided. Right. (laughs) Nana is packing that ass. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll get a BBL one day. Maybe I will, too. Maybe we'll go together. Maybe this will be advertised. (laughs) Who's your hairy heroine? My hairy heroine is Cardi B. I'm saying... Mm-hmm. I just love Cardi. I don't know. Like, she's just been so outright about everything. She raps about it. Plus, she got the best line, you know. What is it? I forget. But, <laughs> nah, I got a bag and fix my teeth. And you know this ain't cheap. Oh. And I pay my mama's Mama bills. I ain't got no, no time, time to, to chill. chill. I, I just, you know. Her- and, wait, no. I skipped a verse. Wait, it's I'm, been a long time since they played that song. That was like 2018. That right? was crazy. That was a good song. But anyways, yeah. she's always been like pretty outright about her body. A mm-hmm. little hidden with her abs. She ain't telling people she well, got she the did fake the, abs. The sketch abs. The yeah. sketch and then she abs. was like, let me just have another baby and start over. But she's definitely talked about her ass. Like, I bought my ass and what? I bought titties too. And, and I got she was my mouth very fixed. clear about why she bought it too. Like yeah. she wanted to do better in, in her field of work at the time, which was stripping, and it improved her career. Tremendously. You know? So, so now she's pregnant. That's what I think about plastic surgery. Like, I'm always like, just, yo, your kid going to be so mad. <laughs> I'd be mad at my kid. Like, you're not going to have me spend, because she definitely spent like tens of thousands of dollars, right? No, I would be pissed off. Like, if I grow up seeing my mother with this crazy body, and mm. then I come out looking like who done it, <laughs> just bad Bill, I'm going to be pissed. This is the Kylie Jenner podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um no is the no i um I just say think about your kids no i was thinking about it the other way like i feel like with with cardi it's like she got she had her she had plastic surgery before having kids and she had a kid then she had more plastic surgery and now she's got to go and essentially go do that shit again i feel like okay let me just i mean i get it because she's a celebrity that's a lot of 10 to 14 days but i'm just like yeah she's gonna be sitting on her stomach for some time <laughs> after all this after all this and she's so young yeah she's like 28 I think. yeah that's yeah. the thing like you don't know how your body is gonna mature Give it a second, but it doesn't matter. Get them coins. Get them, yeah. Fuck it up. Get your money. Well, you got so, your mansion. Who is your hairy heroine, Electra? I'd like to dedicate this hairy heroine to uh, someone who has been really, really forthcoming about her experiences with plastic surgery. Had a crazy ass, total donkey cart back there. Um, donkey. <laughs> donkey. <laughs> <laughs> um, K. Michelle. 
K Michelle. K Michelle. K Michelle. K Michelle. She actually looks very different now, so we're just gonna call her something else. Like, have you seen her since the oh plastic surgery? She looks so different. Did yeah. she get her face done? She totally did. That's not okay. as forthcoming with that. I guess something will have to go wrong before yeah, she starts talking about it. Yeah, and then she'll come out. She like, listen, guys. She was giving too much though. She yeah, she was showing us the little. There was a lot of. I mean, the tubes and all the leakage. Like, this is what I use right here to catch all the blood that comes in the yeah. pus. I'm like, all right, nobody Kay. needs to see your catheter. Thank you, we sis. got it. We understand. Um, But yeah, K. Michelle, I think so. So is her booty now officially healed? Through the power of Jesus? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. know. And then like when it heals, do you go back and like get it like fixed so it doesn't look like the moon? Um, I don't know what she did, but like I just know I think she can sit down now, which I don't think she could sit down before. Okay. So now she can sit. Okay. She's sitting. So Cardi, also two love and hip hop ladies. To love and, and hip hop. Timon, I like this. Oh my this god! How can we not dedicate this to Mona we Scott? We have to dedicate this episode to Mona Scott Young, mm-hmm. who was able to allow these women to afford oh these plastic gosh. surgeries. Who probably elevated the BBL? If we're being yeah, honest, there were some fake ass. Would there on be there. as many BBLs without love and hip hop? Absolutely not. I think not. Would the world be a better place? Possibly. Probably. <laughs> but here we are. We wouldn't have had um, red bottoms. So Cardi B, that was the name of the song, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I did that so personally. Um, it was called um, Bar Bar Bardak Bar- Bodak Yellow. Oh, Bodak Yellow. It was Bodak yeah, for Yellow old, for older women? It was called Bloody Shoes. Oh, Bloody Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> older women. But like, aunties, we yeah, call it Bloody Shoes. shoes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Nora, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me at NoraYayaComedy.com and all the socials at Miss Yaya, M-I-S-S-Y-H-Y-A. Where can they find you, Electra? They can find me at ElectraTelesFord.com or my Instagram, Electra underscore Telesford. Also, they can find us July 18th at our show at The Stands. In New York City. In New York City. Get on that Greyhound bus. Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, no poor people. Thank you. Um, so, <laughs> We're going to edit that out. I will not. I will stay as classist as the day I was born. Um, No. Yeah. They can also find us uh, at our newly created website. Yes. TwoBeardedLadies.com. You guys have been so fun. So fun. Thank you Hope for you listening. Hope you learned all about BBLs. Here comes the lo-fi. Thank you.